I'm Laura Ortiz, and I've decided that I'm one of the new hosts of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. I'm also known as Benedict Cumberpatch. Sci-Fi Saturday Night. We will begin an advanced invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. It is now time for us to put Earth under our rule. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you've been guilty of witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Bye bye Saturday night. It is TalkCast 146. Welcome to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. It is Star Trek Night for no apparent reason except for the one that will become evident when we get to it apparently. Deep in Area 51, sitting on the holodeck here on Deep Space Nine, I am the Dome. Joining the TalkCast tonight are the usual suspects. I know, it was a, just a tangled, screwed up metaphor. Moving on. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Joining the talk cast tonight are the usual suspects from the Revere Time Vortex Violent Soundboard Vixen. It's Kriana. Bow down to my motherfucking bouffant. You know, you sound just like somebody I know. From the stacks of her silent zone in the dank dungeon reading room, keeping cool, calm, and collected, it is the Zombrarian. Oh my. <laughs> that's my phone <laughs> oh my god that's too much <laughs> from the four color vault of comics in Manchester New Hampshire the man who opened up his own personal water park slash comedy club slash emergency medical center in the basement called Catch a Rising Scar it's Illustrator X wait wait a minute wait a minute didn't you hear that last week you have a font <laughs> He <laughs> <laughs> saves it for special occasions. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's a motherfucking bouffant, okay? It's glorious. <laughs> and? <clears throat> oh, yes, and sitting beside him is the woman who will smack him unmercifully throughout the entire show. Could you give us an example of that, please? Ow. <laughs> <It's dead ready. laughs> The delayed reaction is the best part. <laughs> and then we say, we'll, we'll stay with the well, trend here and say, you know. no, shush! <laughs> so that I can tell Kriana she's a classy motherfucker. Thank you! <laughs> uh, uh. Joining them tonight in the Four Color Vault of Comics is Barnabas the Zombie Cat. Yay! Our guest tonight is entrepreneurial comedian, writer, actor, all-around cool guy, Matt Weinhold. Matt, thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, my pleasure. I've already gotten two boners by hearing <laughs> the phrase motherfucking bouffant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, you must be on the door team. Guilty <laughs> <laughs> is charged. <laughs> you will know Matt from any number of things that he's done in the past, is doing now, or is, will be doing in the future. We will talk about that as we move forward in the show, but right now, it's time for what we do best, which is talk about cool shit. And Dead Redhead, you're going to start us off 
with <laughs> I, I received an email from you yes. three days ago saying yes I want to talk about this yes okay, fine talk about it because going through the Kickstarter stuff there happened to come up a little piece about Michael Dorn your wharf and mine <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great <laughs> My favorite who, who is now trying to cr get the funding so that he can make a romantic comedy and it's on Kickstarter and he's trying to get um, go back up there thank you he's, try he's trying to get $750,000 which is quite a bit but he's got quite a bit already and he's got almost two months left to go so it's going till October 5th so there's still time but of course, what do we all look forward in Kickstarter is to find out what the cool stuff is that you could get by pledging. And there's our various you know, copies of the movie. Oh, and by the way, there's other Star Trek people that are part of this. Um, we have uh, Marina Sirtis is probably the most well-known. We have Nana Visitor. We have Armin Shimmerman, who's also from Buffy, um, yes. who played the principal there for a while. But there are copies of the movie there are things like autographs and there are hoodies and all kinds of things like that and then when we get into the interesting amounts uh, probably one of the most interesting is for uh, there's a for a thousand oh for $350 there is a 10 minute phone call to speak with Michael Dorn so when as he's as on the show next week, you'll you'll know what happened. You'll know why he's on the show. Uh, <laughs> there's also a thousand dollars. Wait, there. what we need? What we need? I think what I want to make it very clear is we need somebody to donate three hundred and fifty dollars so yes, that we can get please. Michael Thorne on the show for please. ten minutes. Yeah, Matt. Sorry, you're already on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got him already. <laughs> gotcha. There's no challenge there anymore. But this is I'm, for a thousand dollars. You get to be a part of. You get to party with the cast and the crew. You get to be in the movie. And the movie. Yeah, that's right. You get to be in the movie, which is pretty cool in its own. Um, for twenty five hundred, uh, you get to at any Star Trek that he's going to be there. You get to be a VIP guest of his. Um, at the one which is already sold out. I'm sorry, everybody. It's already sold out. But for $5,000, they had a Star, Star Trek The Next Generation pinball machine that is Michael Dorn's, signed by the whole cast of The Next Generation. Holy it's already crap. gone, folks. You can start crying in your beers now. Um, that, but it is gone. Like the coolest thing ever. And was 10 grand. Ten grand better involve lubricant of some sort. Or <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, and I was just going to say... special. <laughs> I just can't wait for my Friends of Wharf t-shirt to come in. Yeah, there no Awesome! What the Friends of Wharf hoodie. Yeah. Is You'll even... be the coolest person in your living room. I will. <laughs> oh! I will. Hey. All those cats can just step off. <laughs> So that's uh, what I always wear. That's what I always wear when I'm walking through the hood. There you go. <laughs> so, folks, you can still go on and pledge. Like, what is it? Like a dollar and five dollars and things like that. Yeah, um, you can pledge one dollar. 
There's 11 more spaces for $1, all you Star Trek They already fans. have 11 people who are oh, so they can cheap enough to just spend $1, yeah. yes. Or $10, or if you have like $1, $10, something like that to help out Michael Dorn. And just remember, for every dollar you spend on Michael Dorn, you really should be spending at least five on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. But So true. So I, I just want to say, for the record, Michael Dorn has been invited on the show to talk about this project. So, Michael, the ball is now in your court. We're please, Mr. Dorn. Wait, wait. Please. Don't, don't I, I hear that 25% of the money that he raises is going to be donated to have young, underprivileged Klingons get their first batlets. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a rumor. Nice. Okay, of course, I am now, I'm now going to bring up the next... Um, Kickstarter project. And oh, wait, I have, oh, wait, I have a question about Michael Dorn's Kickstarter project before we okay. move on. Okay. Yes, what is the donation level for having him read you a story and tuck you in at night, <laughs> a la Wesley Crusher? Okay, okay. I've been taking Sombrarian through classic Next Generation, and, and there's just this one random episode where what even happened? Dr. Crusher it's goes when Dr. somewhere? Crusher leaves and they're trying to figure out if Wesley can stay and who's going to be responsible And they're, and they're for like, him. who will tuck him in at night? And Worf goes, I will do that. <laughs> I will accept that responsibility and it's my favorite I want that. moment in the entirety of Next Generation so far. But you far. haven't even seen it all yet. <laughs> well, yeah, there, but there, it's, there, it's so fun. <laughs> Does the Enterprise... Did that Enterprise actually have restraining orders? Are there restraining <laughs> orders in the future? That's a damn good question. But uh, seriously, yeah, uh, that's would probably scare the hell out of me. I will tuck him in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael Dorn can tuck me in anytime he wants. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Let's hear it. No. Oh, see, because I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about another Kickstarter project? It's still project? talking about Trek. It's still talking about Trek. It is. Totally. Voltaire, I want, I want, who I everybody want knows. Oh, boy. Just yeah. let her get it out of her system, everyone. <laughs> yes, everybody knows. I, I, want Lursa, I, want, I want Lursa and Bator to tuck me in or <laughs> throw me down some stairs, pants me. Throw you up some stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Are you French-Canadian? Hold on. <laughs> I would I would play that character if they asked me to. <laughs> oh my! Where's the oh my sound effect when I need it? <laughs> yeah, I love role playing. So, <laughs> All right. so that's so. way too deep for us. Mm, uh oh. <laughs> so, everybody knows by now that the dead redhead has a very serious bad crush on Voltaire. Yes, she loves Illustrator X, but <laughs> some things are just important. <laughs> <laughs> but Voltaire, who is uh, this Renaissance man of musician and Not artist, the French and philosopher, writer, just in case you're confused like me right now. That's right. Ariello Voltaire um, is also raising money for his upcoming CD, Bitrexual, which is all comedy songs based on Star Trek and on Star Wars. And he's also putting some things out. You know, you get signed CDs and things like that. But he also, for $2,000, he will go wherever you are and play his whole CD in your backyard. 
So I'm also looking for people to give me two thousand dollars so we can have him come here and we'll interview him and have him in the backyard. But is is he going to like do the music live or just like bring a CD player? Just like pop it in there. All right, I'm done. See you later. As it plays, he just nods approvingly. Yeah. Yep. That's what I did. <laughs> you know what? You know what? This brings me to a new poll. I would like to do this poll, unless you have something really good for next week, Dead Redhead. Which TV show has aged the least gracefully? Actually, which franchise has aged least gracefully? Star Trek, Star Wars, Battlestar Galactica. You can think of many more, I suppose. Okay, Stargate. everybody. You already heard. That's what our what our poll is going to be this week. Sweet. I have another Kickstarter project I want to talk about, guys, uh, and I want to congratulate Mike Doherty. We are uh, really not being paid by Kickstarter. Yeah, no <laughs> But if they wanted to pay us, no. that would be all right. But the Zcon pre-production fundraiser has reached its goal. Is actually above its goal right now. Woo! With 54 hours left, is heading towards its first stretch goal. Uh, and I got to tell you, Mike, uh, we're all really happy for you and really proud of you. And can't wait to be uh, extras in your movie, as promised. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I think he actually promised us speaking roles, just saying. That's right. Yeah, I think he did. <clears throat> you know. Except for me, because there was a robot. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Sunbury. One will- thing I, I, I want to get to as well that's just been giving me the willies ever since I saw it on the screen here. Uh-oh. Dome, explain why are they bringing back Alf? What? Wait, did I miss something? What? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Because Sony God loves me and wants me to be happy? Sony Pictures. At the expense of all of us. That Sony Animation is going to do a CGI live hybrid film of ALF which is going to have Paul Fusco who did the original voice back to do it again yes yes thank you Jesus speaking of obsessive <laughs> okay it's, both it's, a, it's an Oliver Stone screenplay <laughs> <laughs> and, and the CGI is being done by the same guy who did Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> Also, they're using the same vocal filter, even though that's the guy who did the. Yeah. Oh. Is there going to be the Lots same little person in a suit that there was in the TV <laughs> midget show? Midget in a suit! Yes! You don't say midget anymore, no. Oh, what do we say? Or, Kriana. Who are you? What? You say lawsuit. You say what? little person. Oh. Uh, yes, Alien what? Productions, who is. Uh, Ken Kaufman and Patchett and Paul Fusco, they are the trio who uh, were, one of them was actually in with the in the puppet suit, uh, and they own, uh, they are the ALF rights holders, God help us. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to be really weird right now, but did anyone else, while like re-watching the show, notice that ALF kind of has a nice ass? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel really weird about it, but like, it's true. Go back and watch it again. Wow, that is. I tried not long ago. I got ten minutes in, and that was it. Oh, there you go. It'll hit the E. Hey, as, as, as a child, uh, you know, as a, a teenager, I masturbated to pretty much anything. So I'm <laughs> sure at some point. 
I get out. <laughs> See, and I was too little to so, notice that sometimes he was a puppet and sometimes he was a little person in a suit. So I'm watching it now, and it's kind of it's kind of like whoa, mind trip. Slightly disconcerting. Person in there. Disconcerting. But... Yeah. Wow. Oh. That happened. Okay. Well, so, that's officially. We have officially, as a culture, completely run out of any new ideas, right? It's just, let's remake. Is, is there going to be an animated Nanny and the Professor, or? I love God, that. I hope so. Uh, or, or just bring back uh, the Nanny and be done with it. Exactly. Yeah, right. All right. We still Although have to put back. Although, uh, TV, there's nothing more fun when you've been drinking for a little while oh, than having someone watch... The fresh oh, I knew that's what you were gonna bring up. Oh, <laughs> dear young Will Smith, thank you for being yourself. <laughs> he did that the other day, and it was amazing. It was really funny. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, speaking of things that are entirely unrelated to science fiction, they're bringing it back. You were going there. Arrested Go Development went back into production, and that totally counts because this is cool shit we like, and I love Portia uh-huh. de Rossi. Speaking of nice so. asses, just say <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hello. That's good so news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably one of the more uh, innovative shows ever on television, and it was just incredibly well written, incredibly well acted, an incredibly cool cast. Had nothing to do with science fiction. I don't give a rat's ass. Had nothing to do with anything. It was just fucking funny. It really. Well, was. there was magic in it. That's true. Yeah, oh. and, and chicken, chicken dances. No, no, wait. Now, if only those writers would take over Grimm. Right! Hey! Hey! Wait, Grimm comes back next week, right after the Olympics? I'm sorry. Oh, God help us. Well, if it's a chance, but, you know, if it's a choice between, you know, the, the great uh, kind of uh, fantasy shows that came out last year, Grimm or Once Upon a Time, I'm actually much more impressed with Grimm at this point. They both sucked. Monroe yeah, is possibly one of the most fun characters on television right I now. I wanted them not to I suck, stick but up they for did. Monroe. He's on my fantasy TV show with Sam and Alex. Alright, we don't need to hear again about your fantasy TV show, Jesus. I've never talked about it yes, on the you show. Have. You've three times. Mike. Mike. Matt. Now's a good time. His, his name is Matt. What is it about Grimm that, that rubs you the wrong <laughs> What's way? What's our guest's name, X? It's Matt. Well, it's just, first of all, it's, 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 Mark, it's Mark dreadfully Mark. dull. It's dreadfully dull. It's, no. it's, it's uninspired <laughs> when it comes to, it's like, hey, it's the Grimm of the week. This Boy, one is a reindeer Grimm. No, yeah, hard. it's not my... It, it's it's not reindeer Holtzin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, like seriously, they just take the name of the animal and add some like German suffix, and that's like what it's called. Yeah, and then, yeah I don't know. And, and to be fair, maybe it got better. I watched five of them, and I went, "Now this is starting to feel like homework. Like I like I got to get through this. No, I can just stop watching, just like you did with Heroes. Oh boy, oh, it's to that level. Yeah, how far did you get with Heroes? Did you at least get through the first uh, season? I did say I enjoyed the first season. I liked the first yes, season. Everybody yes, everybody Yes, excellent. Yeah. And then uh, after that, then coming back, it just took a nosedive that it just never came out of. 
it yep. ne- was never this able is to true. Get that. It just happened, yeah. Yeah. Which is too bad. Because that, that at least- Zachary Quinto guy that we have to hate now, he was pretty good on it. Yeah, he was great. Yes, he was. I don't know that we have to hate him because he's coming back on that. Uh... Oh, he'll be on American um, Horror Story. Oh, that would be amusing. Um, now, well, you know, American Horror Story, which, which I love. American Horror just... Story is that a different like group of people each time, though? We're not, really, we're not really, we're not really sure what yes. they're doing. It's kind of unclear. It's, they said it's going to be some of the old characters and some new. No, characters. not some of the old characters. It's some of the old. It's going to be a completely new story in a completely new setting. Some of the actors are coming back. The best ones, which is because the the chick that was the mother is is on that new stupid Nashville show, whatever it is. That's good because she was a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of hard to figure out that how 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 did these two get together? At first, I was like, "Is this his mother? Is he living with his mother?" Oh, and that's why he was cheating on her so much. There we go. Pretty much. You figured it out. That's what happened right there. Hey, you know, for TV news, um, with everything that's happening or not happening in TV right now, Joss Whedon signed a three-year movie slash TV deal with Marvel. Oh, Joss Whedon in TV. This could be good. This could be freaking awesome. Or it'll get canceled after the first five episodes, one or the other. I feel like superhero TV, if it's live action, just requires too much money and effort. And I I don't know. I'm really looking forward to Green Arrow. (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to the Speedy movie. (laughs) <laughs> oh. Oh. oh boy it'll be a giant rock against drugs episode oh. <laughs> uh, well you know speaking of green arrow um that's at least one good piece of news this week it's been announced that no ben affleck will not be ruining the justice league movie <laughs> But who will you be? Know, you gotta love you love it when that's the headline of the stories that are coming out. It's no, like, Ben Affleck won't do it. Ben Affleck not to ruin film. <laughs> <laughs> that's one in a row. Apparently, he took a meeting. You know, that's all. You like that cool Hollywood speak? Took a meeting um, about the Justice League. And I guess swore a blood oath that he would have nothing to do with it. So we're safe. Uh, he's he's going to be busy doing Geely 3D. <laughs> oh yes! Geely 3D, actually jiggly. <laughs> Sorry, had to do it. Had to. Oh, oh. <laughs> we're bad tonight. Oh my I God. know, it's like we're all really you know, drunk. Oh, wait. You make my job as the guest guy that much harder. It's like, all right, we pissed off this half of Hollywood tonight. Yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, I, wait, was it Jennifer Lopez who was in that movie? Yes. I love that girl. I love that girl. She can jiggle wherever she wants. (laughs) And clearly she does. She should. You and I are going to get along just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Brianna, that's a first for you. Congratulations. Yes. Tonight's episode dealt with Alf porn and jiggling Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> and Portia de Ross's ass. I think one of our listeners owes me breakfast again. We're just seeing Jennifer Lopez. 
Oh yes, we got some angry. Wait, wait, we need to insult someone next. We need to add someone to our. They'll never be on our show list. Okay, let's That's think about this. Not, not Joss Whedon. Not I have, Whedon. I'm currently writing some uh, Alf Jennifer Lopez flash fiction. <laughs> <show. laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe, maybe Ben Affleck can be it. That's fine. Ben Affleck hates us now. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. It's not like he's from around here. Oh, yes. Oh, crap. <laughs> he knows he's a shitty daredevil, too. Oh, man. Yeah, well, the only thing worse than that was uh, Jennifer Garner as a really crappy Electra. Oh, the worst. That. Yeah. Worst. So, Avengers I, 2. Yeah, go ahead. Avengers 2 for Joss. Uh, a television show somewhat set within the Marvel Comics universe. And awesome. they nothing... Do they have any properties they could set in the Marvel universe? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yikes. Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor. The- I want I want Aunt May's wheat cakes. The series. Oh my god. Oh Captain my god. America. Okay, you know, Why was that movie so boring? I- no, no, no. <laughs> you know what? I just thought. I just I feel Did it like hurt? I'm high right now. I'm not actually high right now, but I just realized and it's <laughs> so wonderful that I feel like I'm high. Joss Whedon could single-handedly save X-Men because if there's one person who can do X-Men really, really well, it would be Joss Whedon. Especially the Kitty Pride stuff. Yes! I really enjoyed his run on the comic. He yeah. did a great he job did. on Astonishing. He really did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. So We're now I'm really excited because Joss Whedon could save X-Men, which is one of my favorite franchises, which gets fucked around an awful lot. The worst. The worst. Absolutely. Yeah, that last movie was not good. Uh, first Class. You know what? Yeah. About first. I am talking about First Class. Wait, let me put my finger to my head every time I'm thinking really hard. <laughs> just so you know, just in case my squinting wasn't enough, I'm going to put my fingers to my temple and my thumb on my chin. Okay, now you know I'm thinking really hard. Okay, good. No, you, you want... know why that movie was crap? Because Hugh Jackman wasn't in it. Well, there's Hugh Jackman's well, shoulders make everything No, you know why that was. movie was crap? Michael freaking Dorn wasn't in it. <laughs> uh, first class, Hugh Jackman was in it, right? Yeah, yeah, he absolutely was. wasn't. Yes, he was. Yeah, he, had a, he had a cameo, though. Yeah, yeah. but he was in it. He yeah, the but best scene in the movie. <laughs> his, then that was the only acceptable scene in that movie, then. Where his shoulders show Because if Hugh Jackman oh, doesn't take off his shirt gonna... at least once, he can't save a movie. Yeah, the best, the <laughs> best gotta, superhero gotta, movie... Turn this into two hours. The best because... superhero movie of the past yeah, ten years was go. clearly Thor. Here we go with Chris Helmsworth rant. <laughs> Muscle, yeah, I'm out. Muscly goodness. <laughs> sometimes you just need blonde, muscly goodness. Not you know, often, but sometimes. You want to hear a definition of an X-Men fan? <laughs> Boy, these last 200 comics I paid four bucks a pop for sucked. Maybe the next one will be good. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so yes. if you're in London this uh, next week... Next week in London, it is Trekology 2012. Which is clearly better than any event preceding that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dominic Keating and as Lieutenant Malcolm Reed is their guest of honor. 
But the <laughs> chair is going to be there. The captain's chair. Chair? The chair. Rawr. Oh. They're having their own triple hunt. Oh. oh my God! Yeah, IP ticket holders get the ottoman. <laughs> Triple hunt is kind of what I call a certain uh, sexual act that uh, <laughs> me and my wife. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard so of that one. Alf and Jennifer Lopez yeah. doing the triple hunt. Awesome. <laughs> wow, I don't think we've been that on the show for a while. fiction right there, buddy. <laughs> exactly. We're practically writing it this writes, for you. It, it writes itself. <laughs> it really does. Oh, boy. Brings us to the poll. A point in the show in which we say Dead Redhead. Already? Oh, oh my goodness. It shows what, how much fun we're having. I know. Usually it's like, is it time for the poll yet? Rawr. Sorry. So, so this year, uh, this year, this year, this week, what, <laughs> this week what we asked, we asked people, what was the best sci-fi reboot? And once again, I was very happy that some of our top ones were not the ones that X and I decided to put it on there, but they're ones that people added because we so many of our listeners are so smart. So smart they'd like to like donate to us. But anyway. <laughs> One of them did. We like you, dude. Dude? <laughs> no, I I knew his name and I forgot it. I'm an asshole. Okay. Thank you, dude. So, the top three. Number three is Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy. Uh, that really should be Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight comics. <laughs> Just happening to be on a screen. And, and I have to point this out. I'm sorry, but I have to point out that only one one vote away was John Carpenter's remake of The Thing, which I personally think should have came in third, but that's my own opinion. I just make the polls, you know. Oh, my God. So, I love John Carpenter's The Thing. The first one, yeah, the original. Yeah. Not the yeah. not the new one now, right? No, 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 no. John Carpenter's. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest movies ever made. I know. Awesome. Absolutely. So, um, but but Batman beat that. Um, coming in at number two, I'm not even going to go there. There's just too much to say about that. Uh, coming in at number two is the Battlestar Galactica reboot. Mm. Okay. Oh. People. Going from camp to. Uh... You know, depression. <laughs> I didn't like the Battlestar Galactica reboot. I could not get through it. There's some, there's some good stuff in there. I'm sure there is, and I'm sure I'll never get to it. <laughs> Couldn't even and get through the miniseries. One. Seriously. Sorry. Go ahead. And number one, which which also should be props, should be given to what is that gentleman's name who did lot, so much of the writing? Russell T. Davies. Russell T. Davies. Number one <laughs> is the reboot of Doctor Who. Yep. Oh fucking a! Yeah, Doctor Who is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's that? Who's that guy? Russell T. Fucking Davies. Sorry. Russell T. Davies. Wait, just somebody add him uh, to the list of people who won't be on the show now. Oh, <sighs> uh, but we love Russell T. Davies. Yeah? We do. We oh, do. Uh, unfortunately, we can't remember his name. Just like you know, Dome. That guy who played Q. What's his name? Uh, John DeLance. E! E! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I just want to say, I'm disappointed that in the poll, you know, for best reboot, nobody mentioned the series reboot. Thank god. Wow. <laughs> Esoteric, 
X. I'm telling you. It's too esoteric. Please, sci-fi fans are nothing if not trivia whores. Or something. Absolutely nobody voted for Rom Zabi taking over the Halloween franchise. Well, and they shouldn't. But no, they <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a Rob Zombie fan. Yeah. I am a Rob Zombie fan, but they should Especially not. Two. Two, is, two is, like, unwatchable. And yes, thank you. I got through except one, for, but yeah. Chris two, Hardwick. Oh. I do love Chris Hardwick in that. Well, Are you contractually <laughs> obligated to say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm... I'm he, he, he's sitting on my lap right now. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> So then you're not contractually <laughs> obligated. It's more of a. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is he reading your? Is he reading your slash fiction over your shoulder? Is that what's going on? Is he the same size as Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh. Actually, Chris was on uh, uh, Craig Ferguson last night. Oh, again, of course. Yeah. I- well, it was it was uh, Craig's last night in his old studio before they moved into the new one. Woo! And uh, Chris came on to uh, help read the tweets and emails uh, because that's what he does. With Secretariat. Absolutely with Secretariat. Who's that at the door? <laughs> oh, we don't have the music. Uh, never mind. Uh, anyway. No, we don't. I wish we did. I know you do. But we'd probably have to pay someone for John, that. was that a story or a question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was there a point? Uh, you know, no. You know, there was once a robot. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it is on. Yeah, how do we get secretariat? Wow. Um, tweets and emails? Secretariat? Mm. TARDIS? Uh, okay, okay. Doctor Who? Who is that at the... All never right. mind. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> wow, we are wasted tonight. I think we're not wasted. That's the problem. So, oh. so, dome, go ahead. Is it turn Ooh. now? Is it seriously my turn um, now? No, it's never your turn. Actually, <laughs> no. If I said to you the sixty-third primetime Emmy Awards, beware the Batman, the Nerdist, the Dish. Superhero movie, All Star American Destiny track. I have no idea what that was, but it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> the Just for Laughs International Comedy Festival in 1994 in Montreal, and Full Frontal Comedy on Showtime. Are you just picking random things off of his resume? No, actually, are no. you serious? With one, with one in- hey, hey, hey! It's quite obvious that he has memorized. <laughs> Clearly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's hundreds of other things here I have no knowledge of, but this stuff I actually know. Uh, who would we be talking about? We would be talking about our guest tonight, the inimitable Matt Weinhold. Matt, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You say- this has been a stone groove. A pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously regretting coming on the show now? <laughs> What's that now? Seriously regretting coming on the show at this point. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, I, I, you know, uh, nerds hopped up on anger and trivia is like my favorite thing. <laughs> Join the family. <laughs> <laughs> now, basically, you know, we're sitting here just having a conversation for an hour once a week about cool shit. Yep. 
Absolutely. We've been over this once or twice now. So, did, did yeah. you have an actual question for the guest, or? <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging out. I do, I do. Okay. Yes. Matt, of all, the, all the projects yeah, that you're working on, um, I saw that you're writing for the upcoming cartoon series, Beware the Batman. Uh, that is correct. Talk about that dream project, and how is that going to differ from the old Batman animated series? Well, I can't talk too much about it, but I can tell you that uh, CGI and looks fantastic. And yeah? uh, very, very interesting storylines and a lot of twists and turns. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Nice. Now, I saw that there's there's been a delay that they have to go back and change a lot of the episodes because uh, in, in light of, uh, well, basically the times we live in, I guess a lot of the gunshots and the and the pistols are being turned into laser guns, like the old GI Joe cartoons. Uh, because it's okay I, to shoot someone if you have a ray gun. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm not. Uh, I did not know about this. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. That was. Uh, it's been out for about a week now. They uh, they're going. They're, they might delay uh, the release of the series because they're they're going to give it the GI Joe treatment and like, oh, they're they're not really dead. They're just feel bad. They're eating it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, a lot of people are going to suddenly fall down and take naps. <laughs> <laughs> Beware, the Batman is resting. He's just really <laughs> tired. Yeah, they're going to CGI pillows and comforters, and uh, <laughs> but it's all going to be justified. And the bad guys are going to the Daisy Hill puppy farm. Got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, like, why is everyone wearing a, a, a Daisy necklace? I don't... What, this doesn't seem Dark Knight-ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like Grey Knight-ish more than dark <laughs> Somewhat, Somewhat <laughs> Dusk Knight-ish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's actually Day for Night-ish. Right. Uh, <laughs> Twilight Knight? Oh, oh, I went there. Oh, I went there. I went bad. there where all the bad villains sparkle. The sparkle. Yeah. We have we have just alienated two fan bases. That's fucking <laughs> fine. I don't really <laughs> Yeah. You could go that step further and go for fifty shades of Batman. <laughs> oh nice. I watched that I wanna hear I wanna hear more about what you have to say about that. <laughs> I <know. laughs> But no, well, tell us, tell us this. How does um, a fanboy, nerd, geek, whatever you want to call it, get intellectual badass? Intellectual badass. Thank you very much. Oh my! Which was what I was known as in high school. Nice, <laughs> nice. Oh, was, that, was that the as, chick as my, as, my, as I was getting a swirly, that's what they would say. <laughs> <laughs> But tell us how you you end up um, basically making a buck off it, <laughs> because we're well, dying no. to know. We're trying to figure it out after three years. Well, it's funny, but everything came from stand up. I started doing stand up many many years ago, and did that on the road, and uh, then finally moved to L.A. And then a lot of the people that I met on the road in comedy are now working on shows, and it's just like, and it's funny how you know how this is. Uh, nerds tend to find each other. Yes, and 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 you know there what they're now in Hollywood. There's this 
sort of subsection of people who are the nerds. And uh, it's the same faces that you see at Comic-Con, and we'll go to some crazy uh, screening of something in town, and there they are again. And so, you know, you get to kind of know other people, and then people get jobs, and they recommend you, you recommend them. And, uh, for example, like I'm doing um, a comic book coming up uh, for a story for Creepy. Yeah, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's with a buddy of mine, uh, Derek Robertson, who uh, did Ooh. the boys. Oh, yes. Yeah, Derek Ro- Transmetropolitan's Derek Robertson? Transmetropolitan, yeah. He's Ooh. a good friend of mine. Yeah, he's uh, I I met my wife uh, while attending his wedding. And uh, his <laughs> my wife is... Uh, his wife's sister. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of nepotism. <laughs> Just a little, but cool. Yeah. It's like a big Hollywood yeah, it's, it's geeky great. click. Sounds awesome. Yeah, so, and you know, I'm not, and that's what it is. It's just like, it. I. it's really just, I, I'm terrible at schmoozing. I, if I go to like a regular Hollywood party, I don't know what to do. But if I go to a party where there's so, all of a sudden somebody starts talking about Doctor Who and I, you know, someone throws around TARDIS and knows what it means, and I'm like, I'm in. These people are good people, and uh, yeah, and then you, uh, everybody kind of sticks together. And but it took a long time to actually get. I mean, the dish, which was a, a really, really fun job. For example, this was all about like reality TV, and, and I was watching like The Real Housewives of Atlanta and making jokes about that, which is not you can't really consider that my dream nerd job. <laughs> Yeah, it's somebody's dream job, just not yours. Just not yours. Yeah, but but I, and, and, and I did have a lot of fun, and it was great. But it, but but you know, the Batman, come on. Yeah. So how did you how did you get hooked up with Chris Hardwick and the Nerdist? How did that come uh, about? Chris is a you know it's, uh, again stand up comedy. I'd seen him um, you know over the years and bumped into him. Great guy, always nice guy, funny, and. Uh, then listened to the podcast, and then they were doing the Nerdist through a bunch of people who I worked on the dish with, and so, and I've only done like a couple things with them. I did the uh, a, a couple specials that they do on BBC, yeah, and then and then worked with him when he did this sort of rollout of their uh, the BBC's sort of comedy night. And uh, he, uh, yeah, he's just a great guy. And, you know, again, it's like you keep bumping into the same people. That's so nice. So what you're telling me is other podcasts have writers. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is intriguing. Shit. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I just wanted to ask, does that mean you got to be on, you got to help out with the one where, speaking of bouffants, that, um, yes, that Wesley Crusher was on. My brain is full of Swiss Will, Will tonight. Wheaton. Yes. Will Wheaton. Thank you. Will Wheaton yeah. was on. Okay. John Delancey, Will uh, Wheaton. I was, I you was like Will Wheaton? I'm sorry? I, I do. I, I like Will Wheaton. I wasn't crazy about Wesley, but I, I don't think uh, he was really either. <laughs> yeah, we guessed that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, but, uh, but he's a great guy. He's a really, really sharp, funny guy, too. So anyway, you were saying. What what was I saying? I'm not sure. <laughs> I was hoping you'd remember. Oh oh, other podcasts have writers. Oh yeah, and, and like and when you when you talk about writing, it's more of like intros and that kind of stuff, and and just pop you know kicking around ideas for 
things to talk about. And but it's but if you watch that show or you listen to, you know, I did, I, I never worked on his podcast. I worked on the TV stuff. But you watch the TV show and it's them. They're they're just funny guys kicking things back and forth. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much all them. Tell me more so, about this, the comic store you're doing for Creepy. Uh, again, these are hard things that just detailed, just because they haven't. They're you know, they, I can't really talk about them until they're out. Yeah, but, you gotta uh, ask about but, stuff but, that's but, not out yet, yeah, but, Dex. The beauty of <laughs> but, this, uh, Matt. Matt, the beauty is no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> you you can you can tell us anything. Our audience will be sworn to secrecy. That's right. There we All go. Right. Both of them. Okay. It's uh, it's 190 pages. <laughs> it's it's pop up. <laughs> and <laughs> no. <laughs> but I want you to tell America that. Okay, you got it. We actually don't and have. It's based, and, it's, and it's based on a true story, which is Woo! also a complete lie. I'm going to edit out those parts where you said no, and this is also a complete lie. <laughs> that would be funny. Wow. Let's some rumors. Wow, this is, this is just like the Nixon case. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are the only ones who actually know what they were. Uh, right. <laughs> Why? Well, I have a question here. Yeah. And since it is, since it is uh, Star Trek night... Um, yes. Now there was a little bit of talk about the new, the latest movie, and uh, I, we had some. I, there was some. There was some little bantering about uh, its merits. Well, you mean and I want to know what, what. Now, what did, what did you guys like it? Did you guys not like it? Did you sort of like it? Like, what was what was your deal? Well, here's the thing. Uh, for me, it was kind of a travesty. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what? If I, I wish I could reach through the phone and hug you. Yeah, well, that's what oh. we'll later. Matt, what you need to do is you need to go to the dictionary. You need to look up Jump the Shark. There will be a picture of this movie there. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, I want to kiss um, areas of you. That's all. Oh, oh my. Oh. Hey. <laughs> can we get Norman Spinrad back on right now? <laughs> When we interviewed him a few months ago, it was just a J.J. Abrams hate fest. Yeah, we, we can just add J.J. Abrams to the list of I, people who hate us, but that's okay because he was responsible for the tragedy that was Alcatraz. That's very true. That's uh, true. Well, and, yeah. uh, and, and, uh, and Prometheus, which I, I didn't think it could get worse than Star Trek, but then Prometheus oh. came out. Ouch. Oh. All right, wait. I'll go on the record. I, I liked Prometheus. What? I did not I, think I, it was. It wasn't nearly as good as the original Alien, but I I had a good time with it. I will give you this: it is it is beautiful. It is beautiful to look at. Yep. And but uh, after uh, but they come on. Let's let's be honest here. Those that team that research team they are the worst scientists ever. No, they're, they're not. not. You know who was worse? Natalie Portman in Thor. <laughs> I've never seen a le less accurate yeah, no, portrayal no, no. of a scientist. Yeah, you'll get no argument from me there. Uh, she's not going to be able to trim a half hour of that movie, and it would all be Natalie Portman. That's true. That's How many people discussion. can we alienate in one episode? Let's set a record, people. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, come on! They're, they're, they're first from the moment they take off their helmets. I'm like, I think I'm out of this. I don't know. Like, yeah. And then they're and then they're grabbing things and touching things and 
petting like weird, dangerous creatures. And I'm like, why don't you guys just walk around the ship and just lick it? I mean, you're. you're <laughs> they probably didn't think of that. If you'd suggested it, they would have. <laughs> you guys are determined to catch something. So go for it. And the reality is, they do. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. It was but, fun. Uh, I wanted to like it. I really did. When Spinrad was on, all we had to say was, so what do you think about... And, and, and boom, for 25 and minutes, it was J.J. Abrams' rant. It was the best show ever. I'm, I'm going back for this Except one. Except for this one, that. which is awesome. Thanks, Umbrian. Oh, you. Uh, you know what? Come over. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Okay. You're well, welcome anytime. Well, Matt, what other? Uh, let, getting back to you. Hey, interview. Uh, what What other projects do you have coming up? You want to talk about? Well, I would like to. I would like to plug a book that I have out right now. We like cool. books. Uh, we read. Yeah, we I have a books. book, and I actually can talk about this. This is. Uh, I do movie reviews for uh, a website called uh, ComedyFilmNerds.com, and they also have a podcast. And uh, but they released this. We put out this book that is the Comedy Film Nerd's Guide to Movies, and so it's a you know humorous look at all kinds of genres. And uh, a bunch of my friends write chapters, and I have the chapter on horror. Ah, and uh, yeah, and it's a it's a lot of fun. It's a great book. It's you know it's it's sort of the it's the answer to the dry film analysis book. This is lighthearted, it's fun, and written by people who are are not attacking movies, they genuinely like them. Oh, kind of like Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> exactly, right, yeah. Love so, Joe Bob. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great book and everyone should buy it. From our yeah, Amazon yeah. affiliate link that's going to be in the, the post accompanying this podcast. Uh, there we oh, go. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I got that, and I also have uh, my CD, which is called Dead Funny, and it is available on, you can get it through my website, or through Comedy Film Nerds, or um, CD Baby, or iTunes. Awesome. Does this have something yeah. to do with zombies? Uh, I am on, uh, the cover of it has me looking like a zombie. Oh, excellent. Perfect. Oh, okay. Yes. So both, and, both uh, of our listeners for, will love it. I said both of our listeners will love it. <laughs> <laughs> They're right here. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's not it's not for the easily offended, and uh, <laughs> it's there's some very dark humor. But uh, if you like that sort of thing, you'll probably enjoy this. Well, let me ask you. All right, what do you think if of the latest like horror movies? I'm sorry. What's that? I said. I was just. Well, I, just I was back. Oh, we have that delay thing, just like MSNBC. Uh, oh, I know. Phones. I'll wait. Skype no, via Pony ahead. Express. <laughs> but did you uh, say Skype Pony? I no, I did. Uh, Are you a brony, Alex? Oh, no, no. I gave that show one episode. I'm like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> but no, Which I was asking uh, where you did uh where you're wrote the horror chapter so what do you think of like the latest horror movies and um, right now because that's something that dead redhead and i talk about a lot is that just horror seems to be in a slump 
Well, uh, you know, it depends. It depends. Uh, there are certain, there are a lot of horror movies that kind of go under the radar that nobody knows about. And uh, like, for example, there is a, um, there, you remember the movie Quarantine? Yeah. Yes. Didn't see uh, it. But well, okay. Uh, well, Quarantine is based on a, a movie called Wreck. Uh, I believe it's a Spanish film, and it is it, it basically Quarantine is almost the exact same movie. But Wreck is fantastic, and it's dark and twisted, and has a very strange ending. And then they did a sequel, and the sequel's great. And I guess there's a third one out. But like, there's a lot of foreign films right now that are just fantastic. And I also, when it comes to American movies. I'm a big fan of the paranormal activity films. I think they're all yes, a, a they, lot yes. of fun. Yes. I didn't get yes. into that one. I was like, okay. Was I kept waiting for it out. to get scary, and then I kept waiting, and then the credits happened. Oh, no, the Matt, first Matt, one freaked us out. Really? Yeah, I only, I've only ever seen time. the first one. I've only ever seen the first one, and I was just no. like, no. Uh, eh. uh, you should, uh, You should see maybe try three, because three is a prequel. And there's a lot of really great scares in that. I like all of them. Uh, two is probably my least favorite, but uh, but those are great. Those are great movies, and they're and I, I'm also a sucker kind of for the found footage thing. I was just about to ask you about that one, like Apollo 18. And, love it. Uh, I love that movie. Really, I, I I'm really of two minds about the whole found footage movie. I th- I thought. You know, the first one that was really of any substance was the Blair Witch, and I just did not like that at all. No, nope, no, nope, really. Nope. Now that is a movie that gets that it is a movie that gets a lot of I don't know. A lot of people talk shit about that movie, and, and I when I saw it, I saw it the right way. It's a movie that should never have been sh- shown on a big screen. It's not. Thank you. You're absolutely right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, hmm. it I made me just it, nauseous. Dump- and yeah, I don't because got, it was scary because I have an inner ear, uh, completely serious, I have an inner ear thing and I was so nauseous and had such a migraine at the end of that, that, that movie that's that I couldn't even focus. That's such an interesting point of yeah, view, it'll though. It'll drive you crazy. It'll drive you insane. There's no way you can... It's, it's meant to be seen on a TV. Like, you found this videotape and you put it in and that's how I saw it. And I, I to me, I think it's a great movie. I think it... You know, it, it had some originality, and it, and the idea of making a scary movie for that little money and going out in the woods and just doing something creepy, I for me, uh, they pulled it off. I know it was not everybody's cup of tea, though. It's kind of the dream right there, right? Go in the woods, do something creepy, <laughs> make a ton of money. Now, wait a minute. Now, speaking, speaking of... Speak- Speaking of Josh Whedon, uh, did you guys uh, see Cabin in the Woods? Yes, no. yes, yes, that Hello. was fun. Now that, yeah, that was fun. That that it didn't, wasn't scary. It wasn't was scary fun. at all, but it was awesome. It was like a really good episode of Angel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, yeah, uh, and there are actually some scary things in it, but but yeah, overall it's a comedy. But uh, now, on a similar note, did you guys see uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil? No. no. No, no, but oh. you are like the tenth person to tell us to see that. Yeah, if you, that is a that is one of the greatest horror comedies I've seen in ages. Is it better than Shaun of the Dead? Seriously, uh, dif- different kind of funny. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, because Shaun of the Dead is a little more, a little, a little broader, and this yeah, is a little very... more of like it's just fantastic. You know the basic premise, right? No. That it's these, it's 
they, it's like there's these two guys that are sort of lovable rednecks that are going up to this cabin that they bought, and they're just going to have a nice little vacation time and go fishing and fix this place up. And meanwhile, there's this group of kids that come up, and through a series of circumstances, these kids are convinced that these two redneck guys are like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. And so, <laughs> and, and, they, and through a series of circumstances, they end up getting killed, but really they're kind of killing themselves because they're so freaked out. Oh, and wow. It is, yeah. So it's like it's, high it's tension, a really clever idea. That yes, sounds fun. And it's so good. We'll have to see that. So that is your Guys, That's movie your night. Yeah, movie night coming up, definitely. Bring your popcorn well, and your footy pajamas. We'll have movie night. Footy pajamas. <laughs> Not hoodie pajamas, but I think we're all going to have to get our, our Friends of War hoodies. Not hoodies. Footy pajamas, Dom. Come on. Footy. Footy. <laughs> <laughs> What's a dwarf hoodie, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh dear! I think that's another I mean, another movie. thing from your Alf and Jennifer Lopez story there. Oh boy! <laughs> now, now, you know, now that we, not like... only have we pissed off all of Hollywood, we've also pissed off, pissed off the doors. Yes, uh, that sounds like one of my favorite indie horror movies. And now I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. But I saw I, it was like on HBO or something when I had DVR'd it and then I watched it. But it was about these a bunch of kids that go up to the cabin, and there's one of them that is a nerd. Oh, oh, oh! And the From nerd, like 92, and the nerd keeps telling them, "Don't do this because this is what's going to happen." And then all these things happen, and they keep blaming him for this stuff happening, and it yeah, really does. It happen. was basically it was like a it was it was like it came out like three or four years before Scream. You know that you know that movie about those kids in a cabin. Those guys with the nerd. Yeah, I, I just remember one, no, because there's yeah. one point where the kid actually just figures out how to get out of a, a problem. He he jumps because he knows there's gonna be a boom mic, and he swings away on the boom mic. <laughs> it was wow. What is this? I can't. I don't know this one unless it's because oh, the only God, thing I thought of was like like cabin fever, and that's horrible. So this is no. This, is from not, like this 19- just doesn't sound like cabin fever. No, no, no. This is from like 1993. Was it like don't look behind? Oh, Look behind you or something it's, like that. Uh, but... Damn it, now I can't think of it either. We'll, oh, we'll see you what this will let you know. We'll find it, we'll let you know. Please. We are going to count on our listeners to send us uh, what what is this, because God knows we'll have it before the show ends. What is the name of this movie? <laughs> well, that's going to be kind of difficult because <laughs> we have run out of time. <laughs> oh. oh, do I have to start the. Th- oh, crap. Oh, I, I nice was point. not paying Wait. attention. Matt? Yes. Matt, please stick around through the end credits here. Yes, because uh, at the very end of the show, we have uh, Joss Whedon who did uh, a little teaser. What? Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> next, who have we got coming up in the next couple of weeks? Ah, next week, we welcome back actor Doug Jones to oh, tell us about. Uh, my buddy. Yeah, Your friend and some- mine. <laughs> He's going to tell us about filming the Ben Stiller Vince Vaughn comedy epic, The Watch. Then on August 25th, filmmaker Randall Lobb comes out of his shell for the new documentary, Turtle Power. On September 1st, straight from Pacino and Pacino Talent Agency, it's Cavern of Comics host Cooper Barnes. And way out on October 25th, con season's not over yet, Sue Soares shares a guest list for this year's Rhode Island Comic Con. Some good people coming. 
got that right. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic-Con, GraniteCon, and of ComicArtHouse.com. Visit ComicArtHouse for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by The Traffic Lights. Pick up their CD, Hold a Folk, at RobWattsOnline.com. Dome? I want to thank our guest tonight, Matt Weinhold. Comedian, filmmaker, sketch comic writer, improvisational actor, voice artist, and just cool guy. Thank you, my friend. It's been a great hour. Thank you. Ah, from the Revere Time Vortex, the sweetheart of the South, Priyana, my darling, and Grandma Girls on Burian. Thank you, ladies. I refuse to go to bed until Worf comes to tuck me in. And there reads us 50 shades of darkness. <laughs> oh my. From the War Color Vault Comics, Illustrator X, the Dead Red Head. Thanks, guys. Alf slash fiction. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dump saying Genie shared pain, its lesson, shared joys increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I know.